Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for our Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for our prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries. In your presence there is fullness of joy. So we believe that we are living here with joy. He said there are pleasures forevermore. And these pleasures shall be our God, shall be our light. And that's what we are walking with now. Father, we bless you. We give it a glory and honor. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. And happy new year to all of you. 2020 is a good year. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good year. Yes, and some of you are going to very soon see the manifestation of what the Lord is going to do. Very soon. In fact, from January, you begin to see say, there is an improvement in your life from January, February, March, April, as it goes. Yeah, there may be challenges on the way, but you overcome all of them. It's not like it's coming to drain you down or you're doing anything because that special grace is available to you. The grace to do marvelous things, the grace to change situations around is available. Hallelujah. And whatever God said about your life in, on the 31st night that He is going to do, He will do. Amen. 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 But don't be intimidated. Sometimes that's what I wanted you to read the, the Isaiah 37. Because sometimes the devil can intimidate you. To make you feel as if say your God no cry no, on your correct on your papa or that thou. So because the, the the issues that God has told you He's gonna take you out, and you don't even see it. The Bible says, "What that thou? When you are ready, I call you from the open inside me. I can when I see what you say, when I say say you have a God. These are the intimidations that we get." And we get intimidated because sometimes we want, not sometimes, all the time, we want all our wishes to come to, to come through for us. And we expect God to come to us at the time that we want. But sometimes, our time is not God's time. God has a perfect timing. Now, I was asking God some questions about my own personal life. And I was asking God, say, why do you have to wait for so long for you to tell me this? Recently, I was in London, and the Lord opened my eyes to certain a revelation so deep. And I said, Father, why, you to, why do you have to wait till 2020 to tell me this? You see, and they say, yeah, God wants to delay you all. But if God has given that message to you three years ago, it would have messed you up. Why? Because that battle that you're going to fight, you know, and come to me in cause Antoine. Because the power level at that time you know, was not enough to be able to fight a battle. So God will prepare you 
and prepare you and prepare you, then later tell saying, okay, now you're ready for this particular battle because I've already prepared you for it. So some blessings, God, my God will not give it to you now because you're not ready for those for those blessings. Because I remember one man said, Baba Abraham was sincere now, overseas. Keep on my Baba Abraham was sincere, because he will be my one billion dollars. You might think it's good, but the person said, even this kind of aircraft, and I said, you don't even know what to use the money for. Why? Because God will not give you something that you cannot handle. He'll give you something that you can handle. So he will give you maybe some headrest this from now. You graduate to 2,000 cities, then to 10,000, so that you know how to handle some things. So let's look at God's timing. But in the time of your waiting, that's when the intimidation what comes in. Hallelujah. Let's read Isaiah chapter 37. Let's start from verse 1. And, it, and so it was when King Hezekiah heard it, that he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. Then he sent Eliakim, who was over the household, Shabna, the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos. And they said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy, for the children have come to the bed, but there is no strength to bring them forth. Verse 4. It may be that the Lord your God will hear the words of the rough shaker, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to reproach the living God, and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, let up your prayer for the remnant that is left. So the king of, the servant of king Hezekiah came to Isaiah. Hallelujah. Here is the king of Assyria, or I don't know whether that is the modern, the modern day Syria. I don't know whether that is it, but uh, I haven't checked. But Assyria and 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 the king was intimidating the people of Israel. Why? Because they were very strong in battle, and they were trying to tell the people, "Say, Mono, there is no way you people can defeat me. There is no way that you can be delivered from out of my hand." And it's true because we can see, for example, say Ghana, the U.S.C. Echo War. We can see, say, the people the U.S.C. have defeated. It is if Donald Trump becomes a moon, I'm coming to destroy you. I go for a government Yes, because we are strong, and it's true. We've all seen it, isn't it? They've done the job. Simple. And they are strong. So these are the intimidations that come to us as believers. Sometimes we can say this, but they are so powerful. They are powerful. So this is a king that came and was saying, say, hey, you, do you think that me, you can defeat me, or you can be delivered out of my hand? There's no way. You have a God. Or see, these cities that are killed, they all have gods. Which of them was their God was able to save? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go to, let's skip because it's our Let's go to verse 8. Then the Rapshaka returned. This, the Rapshaka is, is the servant of the king of Assyria. And found the king of Assyria warring against Lebanon. For he heard that he had departed from Lashish. And the king heard concerning 
Tikikan, king of Ethiopia, he has come out to make war with you. So when he heard it, he sent messages to Ezekiel, saying, verse 10, that you shall speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Do not let your God in whom you trust deceive you. Saying, Jerusalem shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Look, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the lands by utterly destroying them. And shall you be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered those whom my fathers have destroyed? Gozan and Haran, you see, your own example, Rezef, and the people of Eden who were in Telaza, where is the king of Hamath, the king of Appa, and the king of the city of Zarephan, Hina and Eber? And Ezekiel received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Ezekiel went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Hallelujah. These are people who have evidence of conquest. They've been conquering. Evidence is there. But let her master me, my defeat will be defeated. What makes you think you cannot be defeated? Because I'm going to make it to me. But what you make it to the point of saying, who's the one who wants to eat it? Just a little bit of a guy, you say, eat it, rather eat it, it's under my footstool. So who do you think you are? Who are you? Or saving your God. It's not being able to save it. Don't be deceived. Say your God can deliver you. Hey, that's just blasphemy. In verse 4, God said, Now we've had a lot of blasphemy and trouble because our human community too. And it's true. And, and you see, we have the evidence that America, when they want to make war with Iran, they did. Iran, they did. And they didn't lose, they won. And the evidences are there. And sometimes look at your situation. You see your situation and say, ah, I'm going through this. My father is going through. My mother is going through. My brothers are going through. So the evidence for you to know, sir, also know your situation is the same, you know. It's there. What makes you think God can deliver you? These are the threats that we receive as believers. We receive those threats. Hey, who? Are you because they already cry? Hey. Why are these people are rich and not poor? And when they want us to carry you to your own, and when they say that they hear me, so is your God deceiving you? But these are the intimidations. Intimidation. The last time a young a young boy who was looking for one of the girls, yeah, I'm going to my area. A young man of 21 years old. And he, he and his group of 20 young men, they had 41 million Ghana cities in their bank account. 41 million, million Ghana cities old. Because they were working for some occult rich people here in this city. I want to hear some rituals every week and they take money from them. A woman, the devil, they have bought the devil, the devil has given them something. And they will perish without mercy. Unfortunately, because the Bible says if you bow to any other God, it's a curse and you can't inherit the kingdom of God. These are the things the devil is doing. That's why he tried Jesus. Jesus said, you also bow to me and I will give you this. People are bowing. And they are rich. And you are. Ah, if the devil can 
make these courts people rich. Why is God not making you rich? So, they are riches may intimidate you. It may get you angry. Say, I didn't think I made there. Why? Are we worried for somebody else? Who now we here? Others say, Who now do a cheap hour? Who now a crony be worried? They want that you only have a crony on your on class or on your food. But you see, these are the intimidations that we, that we get. And the reason is for you to give up. Give up. Give up. Like Job's wife said, cast God and die. This afternoon I was sharing with this lady. Where is it not? Is it yes to be a home? Jesus was doing good. He was healing the sick, he raising the dead. He was a true. He did only good, but they still killed him. <laughs> so, these are some of the things that we face. Now, I want you to understand that if you don't even face anything, it means that you're not even a child of God. So, these are some of the marks that proves who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. Because you, you, you will be afflicted. Yeah, but he said that many are the afflictions of who? Not the unrighteous. He said the righteous. Hallelujah. Now let's see what God did so that we can begin to pray. I'm giving you that understanding so that we know how God comes through for us. Okay. Now let's see what the king did. Verse 14 of Isaiah 37. I said, And Ezekiel received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Ezekiel went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. What did he do? He spread the messages, the letters, the threats. And eh? of course, if you know why it was spreading, we already show here the one can. And the most annoying part is see one thing about, about, about Paul. So when he was persecuting the 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 the, the, the apostles, when he encountered Jesus, what did Jesus say? So so, why are you doing what persecuting me? So whatever they are doing to you, no, note this thing: they are not doing it to you; they are doing it to Christ. And can, Jesus would have said that, why are you persecuting the Christians or the apostles? He said, me. So in the same way with Goliath, when Goliath was bragging and doing all those things, you know, he said that you are defying David came, said you are defying the armies of the most high God. And you are defying who? My God. So the afflictions and the delays and the and the troubles that are coming, and it's not you. You see. But how do you react? Spread your issue to God. Leave it. What did he do? He spread. What Sackcloth. Then Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, saying, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, 
the one who dwells between the cherubim. You are God. You alone. All of the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. You see, Ezekiel was trying to refer back to God, who he is. Everybody, He prayed, oh, but if this man has slept and cried, God will not have wept. Or say, incline your ear, O Lord, and hear me. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. And hear all the words of, of the of the signature, which he has sent to reproach the living God. When I said to reproach me, I said to reproach who? The living God. It, let me tell you, the battle, Bible says, is what? It's the Lord's. It's not yours. It's your right now. See, there was a long time. Last time I was praying, right my for an adversary that I have. And the Lord showed me, say, obey each other adversary there. Every man for him. Three days later, I'm going to buy another adversary there. You know what I'm saying? Or still. Or what I'm trying to say was, oh, buy another one. Okay, do it, yeah. But it's, that is very intimidating. But they will come and they will laugh. So they also go pay for me with the defeating because they believe they also have some level of power. That's what they believe. Hallelujah. He said, "Truly, Lord, the King of Assyria has laid waste all the nations and their lands." Who did he? Was it Ayampa? Or look at radio. I am Passe, the king of Assyria. I defeat he has laid waste all the nations in their lands. And I've cast their gods into the fire, for they are not gods, but the work of man's hands, wood and stone. Therefore, they destroy them. Now, therefore, O Lord our God, save us from his hand, that all kingdoms of the earth may know that you are the Lord, you alone. Hallelujah. As you come to that point, let's tell God, say, Read the Bible very well. So read the Bible now. Every miracle that happened, God says, so that they may know that I am what? God. Your warfare, alright. But leave the winning part to God because that man may know that he is God and he will fight to make sure that, yes, to prove to himself that he is God. Who is man to oppose us? And when you're too maybe, and your man assignment on you, fine. But his power is nowhere near the power that God has. It is Pasa, I you know from everybody. Alright, this is a battle. Sometimes I'll come and make the moves I'm going to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I don't see who is the one I was praying. I said, Father. This time, no more tongues. Sometimes, eh, you're more pious without tongues. Pray, what was the right word for it? We, 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 we pray with understanding, thank you. Because sometimes, right? 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 Because whatever they are doing to you, they are actually doing to God. Why do you have to let them? Tell someone, say, and I agree, 
I'm saying we're grabbing my fasting. I told God, I'm grabbing your fasting. Remember, comment me over this. Because, already you have to intervene. Because these are people who have made sure say they will not let you move ahead. They will not let you progress. So what is God doing about it? That's what you told me. I'm telling you, there are so many things that we, 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 we have to allow God to intervene on our behalf. Sometimes you just have to relax. Relax. And let God do the job. And he will. Sometimes Jesus himself will come to the streets and say, what is going on? I want to make more. Someone Jesus himself will descend and defeat on your behalf. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We're going to be praying on this for a couple of weeks. And the Lord has a reason for that. Hallelujah. So he prayed. And let's see what happened. Verse 21. Then Isaiah the son of Amos sent to Hezekiah saying, That says the Lord God of Israel, because you have what? Prayed to me against Shinnacherib, king of Assyria. He said he did what? He didn't pray for who? He said he prayed what? Against. Because your adversary, you don't pray for, you see, there are adversaries that you have to pray for. There are adversaries that you have to pray against. I mean, there are some adversaries, only the fiscal adversaries. Pray for them. That there will be a hook of, uh, a hook of fire on their foreheads. And only your fiscal enemies. Only your threats. But those who are your spiritual enemies, you do what? You pray against them. You see, this man was a man against the destiny of the people of Israel. So he said, Asra prayed against the king of Assyria. This is your word. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the word of the Lord speaking concerning him. The virgin, the daughter of Zion, has despised you, laughed you to the scorn. I'm telling you, honestly, you. When I was here, say we are Christian. When I was here, say we are suffer. When I was here, say we are Christian. When I saw what tongues. I want to say, I'm telling you. But what is the idea called? That's the problem. You can't go anywhere because where that they want you to go is the worst place to even. Then I'm also stay here. They laugh. I said, they loved you to scorn. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head behind your back. Whom have you reproached and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted up your eyes on high against the Holy One of Israel? 24. By your servants you have reproached the Lord and said, By the multitude of my chariots have come up to the heights of the mountains, to the limits of Lebanon. I'll cut down its tall cedars. And it's choice cypress trees. And I'll enter its spotless heights to its fruitful forest. Hallelujah. Let's skip because we got some really mind reading. Let's read verse 36. So what happened 
in 36 had already been prophesied by Isaiah. So when you go home, just try and read them again for the sake of time. You have to begin to pray now. Verse 36. Then the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp of the Assyrians 185,000. And when people arose early in the morning, there were corpses all dead. What did Hezekiah do? Nothing. All that he has to do is to go and pray and spread the letters in the temple for the Lord to see. And while the enemies were sleeping, in the night, the angel of the Lord went to kill 185,000. And the soldiers of Israelites were not involved. And it's not angels, so one angel. One angel. So we don't need multiple of angels. One angel can do the whole job for you. How many of your enemies do you have? See, so this should give us that confidence in God that no matter how big, how small, or whatever it is your problem may be, let me tell you, one angel can be sent to just do everything. Just have faith. Welcome to Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faith Work, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for our Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for our prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries.